Hey there, positivity seekers. Welcome to another episode of Incurable Positivity, the podcast where we explore practical ways to shift your thoughts from negative to positive. I'm April Sabral, and with me is the incredible Angie Costa. Together, we co-authored the award-winning book, Incurable Positivity. And we're here to bring those pages to life in this uplifting podcast. Absolutely, April. Our mission is simple, to help you think and feel better. Life throws challenges our way, but it's how we respond that makes all the difference. Today, we've got some tactical tips to share with you that can truly transform your mindset. For more positivity, head to www.incurablepositivity.com. Stay positive, stay inspired. This is Incurable Positivity. I was in New York at the NRF, um, ran into somebody and they were like, hey, what happened? We loved listening to you and Angie in the morning on Wednesdays. I was like, Angie, we got to bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you got to listen to people, right, when they say things to you. And so we are back um, nice and early on a Wednesday to, you know, talk about positivity. I'm so excited to be back, Angie. It's 2024 and big things are going to happen this year, right? Big things are already happening this year. That's it's been true. an eventful month for us. Um, so many great things yeah. have happened this year. So if it's it's starting with a bang, so I can't wait That's to true. see what else is in store. That's true. I'm excited. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I, you challenged me, I think, last week when you said about the 5 a.m. club. Yes. <laughs> the 5am club and I was like oh no you know 5am if anybody knows me I do have morning routines but I am certainly not a 5am person (laughs) that's not part of my positivity practices to get up at 5am I know what makes me feel good but anyway this five this idea of this 5am club you had me really like you had me really thinking about this last week I yeah I've only discovered it. Uh, it's a book that's been around for quite some time. I mean, obviously it's a concept that's been around forever, but um, I only discovered it a few months ago, and I had to ponder it for a while because it was something I wanted to commit to. Um, getting up at five a.m. I typically get up at six anyway, um, but you know that's a that's a real challenge to move back an hour and to really take the time for all of the self-care that we're all talking about, hearing about, reading about, um, taking time for your spiritual practices, for your physical practices, um, you know, and and just the stillness at 5 a.m. It's so amazing. And I really, really wanted to, to give it a go, really wanted to commit. You know, we talk about that a lot, the power of commitment, um, not just, oh, that's a great idea, but literally to say, this is something that I'm going to pour my heart and soul into and, and um, really, you know, make a promise to myself to give me that extra hour. And it's been tremendous for me. Mm. Well, I'm glad it's tremendous for you because I am joining you on this path of 5 a.m. So. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to start a new pattern, a new behavior, a new commitment on the first day of my new move, my new environment. You know, because we can always say, I'm going to put it off, or I'll do it next week, or I'll start eating better next week, or I'll just have that one thing left, and then tomorrow I can do it. And I was like, nope, today I am going to change my 
environment, which is really, really important actually to changing your patterns, to changing your thought patterns, especially in your programming. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to start this 5am thing. And I know it's consistently and consistency and focus that's going to make it successful, right? And actually, you know, before I went to bed last night, I said to myself, okay, great, I'm going to do some positive thinking before I go to bed. And I'm, I actually wrote down in my journal, I'm really excited to get up at 5am. I'm really excited to feel the day, to have that time before everything else starts. And so set my alarm, right? Get up at 5am. And I was like looking at the clock and I was like 503, 5 I was like, I've got five minutes. Okay, April, get up. So then I told my brain like, get up, right? So I'm having this conversation with myself. And I can tell you already by eight o'clock this morning, I feel so much better. I feel like I did it. It was something that I accomplished. And when we start to have a sense of accomplishment, our brain actually starts to, uh, well, our body starts to feel better. And we actually start to interrupt those thought patterns that have been hold, holding us hostage. I do think that there's something to be said for just interrupting our patterns in our life that start with our thinking. For sure. And I, I do want to mention that, um, <clears throat> The way that the the system, you know, in the 5 a.m. club book lays it out is, you know, that there are three hours from five to six, six to seven and seven to eight. And each one of those three hours can be dedicated to <clears throat> whatever you want to dedicate it to. Of course, the author gives um, suggestions and ideas. But when I first did it, I found that by taking those out, those, the first hour to uh work on my spiritual practices, meditation. Um, I do a lot of um, prayer and Bible study and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then I listen to inspirational messages from, you know, whoever I'm following at the time or, or, um, or reading at the time. And then the next hour was really about, you know, physical stuff, like, you know, working out and prepping meals and all that great stuff to make sure that I was ahead of the game. Um, with taking care of my body. And then I had an hour of work. And that hour of work in the morning was so effective. I think I got more done in that hour of work without the constant interruptions, the phone ringing, the text messages, you know, all of the uh, clients who are, you know, pulling on me all day. <clears throat> they aren't they aren't up and you know thinking about me at that hour and that gave me an opportunity to jumpstart. I got so much done. Um and it actually does help with the positivity practices that we talk about all of the time mm -hmm. because one thing that can certainly move you from a positive state to a negative state is being hurried, the busyness, being rushed, um, lacking focus, lacking awareness. These are the things that I think really are pitfalls. Um, to sort of pull us away from, from positivities. I was thinking about this idea, Angie, today because we are coming up towards the end of January. We did all set our intentions, hopefully, for the beginning of the year. And what stops us from actually moving forwards and that idea of commitment and staying committed? Because commitment requires us to make a decision. But I will tell you this from doing the studies I'm doing, there is things that happen in our brains that stop us from achieving our goals, that take us and derail us from that commitment. And they are subconscious that we don't even recognize and realize. And then we start just getting into that negative spiral that we haven't accomplished something. And then, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow happens. And so, you know, 
I started asking myself today as we get towards the end of January, it was great that I set all these goals um, and I'm happy that I'm now starting this 5am club towards the end of this month, but why did I set these goals? What are they for? Like, is it because I want to have a successful 2024 or is it because I want to do something significant and what's the difference between significance versus success? And so I wanted to ask you that. What do you what what is the difference between significance and success? Because like I said, we all want to have a really good 2024. We're in January, we're three weeks in. We've got a week left to kind of check and balance where we're at. I don't know, do you think um, about the difference between significance and success? Do you want to have a successful January? Or do you want to have a significant January? I admit that I hadn't thought about that until you until you mentioned it to me when we were prepping um, for the live today. And it's a fantastic question. It's a fantastic question because we do all chase success. Um, I know I do. I'm sure many of the leaders, um, you know, on the live this morning, you've set goals that um, really do relate to your overall success, career success, you know, personal success. But I had not thought about the idea of significance because that's a that's a different focus. It's a different lens to look at the world and, and to look at what you're doing in the world. So. I hadn't thought about it before you uh, before you posed the question, and I'm I'm pretty fascinated by by this idea. Meaning of significance is making a difference with others, what you're known for, who you show up as, um, and then your way of being, right? And our way of being, like getting up at five a.m., takes a commitment, and that way of being requires that my thoughts support that commitment to whatever I want to do to be significant in my life, other people's lives. Whereas success to me feels like it's an external thing. It's like mm -hmm. a thing where what's expected of me or what the world has told me is successful. And that can really put me in a negative thoughts, thought and pattern because I'm comparing myself to what success is and what other people deem as success. And we're all, um, we're all not immune to that because we live in a world where, right, there's social media and we're on it and we're comparing ourselves all day because that's what our phones do. And that will get us in a negative spiral. And we can look at like what other people are saying that they're achieving, you know, coming to the end of January, what are you achieving? What have you done? What does success look like? Da, da, da. And it's like this hamster wheel. Whereas if you sit back and pause for a moment where I did this morning, you know, what's, what's, what have I done that's significant in January? What will I do that's significant by the end of this month? What does significance look like? And that becomes now an internal dialogue and it's just more productive and more positive versus a success conversation of comparison to what success is and the measure of that. So that's how I started looking at, so, I want to redefine my year to be significant and not just what success. Now, success will be hopefully the outcome of that, but I'm not going to go after what that is in comparison to other people because our thoughts are what shape our reality and we want to stay in this positive place and master positivity in our thinking. To do that, we need to do a few things. We need to interrupt the thought patterns that are running us into the ground in terms of the comparison and that negative spiral? Well, you know, we live in a very me-focused era. 
you know, if you think about all the, the self-help books that are out there, all the coaching that's out there, everything is very much me focused. And that might be a bit of a, of a misstep um, in our culture, in our, you know, in this, in these times, because the, the problem with being very me focused is that you forget that a huge part of your existence is the impact you have on other people. And that's something we talk about a lot in positivity is, is that you radiate this positivity everywhere you go. Your significance in the world is that when you show up, when you walk in the room, you change the dynamic of the room. You change the atmosphere in the room because of who you are. And so I, I do love this. This is a, another shift. You know, we talk a lot about shifting mm-hmm. in positivity coaching because it's not about changing your life. I mean, how many times have we been told, oh, this will change your life. This will change your life. You need to change your life. You really don't need to change your life. You just need to shift ever so slightly. Like just those few degrees in either direction can make a huge difference. And this came to mind this morning for me because obviously my morning routine this morning, I got up at five, I moved yesterday, I got up at five, I'm living somewhere warm, so I got to get up and I got to walk out. So it was a shake-up in my morning routine of what I had been doing for the last little while. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. So shaking up your routines or the things that you do actually can have a lasting impact on your mind programming, your thoughts, the way that you're doing things, because it just is exactly that. It shakes things up. And when you want to get a new outcome, you want to do something significant, you want to achieve whatever it is that you wrote down and you want to make sure that you're staying committed in a consistency and focused way on the good thoughts, on the good behaviors, then shaking things up when you're in a rut can really make a difference. It can shake up your thought patterns. So this idea of shaking it up, what can you do to shake things up? Well, we all know that exercise is a helpful thing, right? I'm not going to go on about that, but it actually is a helpful thing to shake up your mind, to get your serotonin going, get you in a positive space. But there's other things that you can do throughout your day and your morning routine that can shake things up, like, for example, brushing your teeth with the opposite hand. Now, this might sound really simple, but in my practice and my study, we, we actually practice doing things that are very different to the things that we would normally do. Consistency and focus are really great, but consistency sometimes when we're stuck in a pattern is not great because we need to shake it. So brushing your teeth with the other hand or brushing your hair with the other hand or wearing a different color or driving down a different way to work or taking a walk down a different street or, I don't know, making your coffee in a different mug than you would normally do it, writing in the back of your journal than the front of your journal. There's so many things that you can do to shake things up so that you can start to shake up your thought patterns that could be keeping you stuck. Um, what comes to mind is one of my clients who uh, were, were writing her memoir, and she said one of the things she did to shake up her life was to introduce herself to one person at her job per day. She worked in this, you know, huge corporation, and you know, we all just kind of go about our day, and you know, we're in the halls or in the, you know, meeting rooms or whatever, but we don't take the time to get to know the people we're working with. So she said she was going to introduce herself to one person 
per day. Now, she's an introvert like I am, <laughs> and like April is, believe it or not. But she said it completely transformed her mindset, her attitude, her thought pattern, and her career. Because she said by the end of the year, everybody knew her. Because she was just just one little thing, just saying, hi, you know, you know, my name is Ellen. Just that one little action was enough to change her attitude and perspective about work. When she came in, she knew all these different people and everyone was saying hello and having lunches together and coffees together. And I think, you know, these little things that we think are insignificant, as you said, they really do make a difference because we are sort of programmed to do the same thing in the same way all the time. And anything you can do to sort of shift that a little bit is going to be significant. Mm, I like that, meeting one person every day. That's really cool, especially if you're working in a job. Yeah, I think, you know, again, just going back to where we started, right? Like the third, the you know, January, New Year, we all came in with intentions, goals, things we wanted to achieve. Where are we when it comes to that? Have you checked in on yourself, you know, to celebrate uh, the wins, but also to think about, do you want to have a successful January? Do you want to be doing something significant? What's the difference between that? I would highly encourage you to do some Googling on that today and like really check in what is significant because it comes internally versus success is what's thrown at us. And do your goals, do your intentions for 2024 actually create a life of significance versus just success? And then shake things up, shift shift things, shift things if things aren't working, shift things and shake things up by doing small things consistently different so that you can interrupt some thought patterns that may be getting you stuck. And I don't know, maybe get up at 5am, try the 5am my That is my shake up this week. My shake up and shift is literally to get up at 5am, I'm in a new environment, which is already creating a shift it's shaking me up a little bit because I'm not in my, where I was I'm on a new journey and starting, starting a new path. And I want to make the most of this shift in environment. But if you can't shift your environment, right, you, there's so many other things you can do to shift. And so I would think about that. Think about some things that you can do today and maybe a little bit different, even when you're going grocery shopping, maybe Go grocery shopping from the other side of the grocery store. Start where you wouldn't <laughs> normally start. It sounds really small and they are small, but you're only one thought away from shifting to a new perspective and a new reality. And we need to interrupt those negative thought patterns that we have that keep us stuck. And this is one way, one tactical practice that you can do. So what are you going to do, Angie? What's a shift that you can do? What's something you're going to do to shake it up? I know you're already on the 5 a.m. club, but is there anything else? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that for, for, uh, for quite a bit, for a couple of months now. But, you know, something you can do to certainly shift your work environment is to move your desk or put your computer screen on the other side of the desk. I mean, that is freaky. It's weird. I do that from time to time. If I'm stuck and I've got writer's block, you know, I write most of the day. And so if I'm stuck, I just move my computer to the other side of the desk. It's, again, it sounds simple, but it does actually sort of like free that 
that thought pattern and that flow, you feel a little excited. You feel a little, you know, a little crazy. I don't know what it is. It's just like, wow, this is different. And somehow that releases the energy flow and I'm able to, to get to writing again. I think it's just important to do something to really, um, as April said, check in on yourself and then take action because the numbers don't lie. 92% of people started goals on January 1st and they're already done. They're already out of the game um, at this point. And that's really, uh, you know, that's a sad statistic, but there's also the 8% that are sticking with it. They are in the game. They are fighting the fight. And I think that that's because they are willing to do some of these things that the 92% won't do. That's just the reality. The 8% is doing something the 92% are just not willing to do. So if you're one of those people who set a goal on January 1st and, and you are not consistent with it at this point, just start over. You know, we don't have to wait for any particular date. This can be the date. You know, if you bowl, I don't know if there are any bowlers out there, but if you're having a bad game and you find that you're in the fifth frame and you're just, you know, sinking gutter balls and missing splits and whatever, uh, something bowlers do is they just put a little line on their on their bowling sheet. They just put a little line, and that line sort of is a, a new start to the game. Like the, the first five frames were one game, the second five frames are going to be a uh, it's going to be a different game, and I think that's a really neat uh, you know way to kind of you know hack your own mind. Yeah. You know these are little hacks that you can do in order to make a shift. That's very very simple, but incredibly effective. Yeah, and when you catch yourself, I love that. And when you catch yourself having that moment of like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll start again tomorrow. That start again tomorrow needs to be shifted right away. When that start again tomorrow, I'm going to start that again tomorrow. Do something right away that you can have a sense of accomplish with, accomplishment with. I had a really crazy week because I was moving, packing, it was freezing, we were moving things to storage, the car broke down, all kinds of things was happening. <laughs> My eating routines were not the best, I've got to say that, right? And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, literally, I was like, I'm going to start again uh, when I get to Florida. I'll get back on my routine of eating today. And then I said to myself yesterday, what am I doing? I'm literally telling myself I'm, going, I'm putting it off. So what I did in that moment, I literally stopped. I went to Whole Foods. Literally, in the, in the next 20 minutes, I went to Whole Foods because I could. I had time. And I sat down. I got a, you know, a whole load of veggies, got a juice, had a good lunch, had a juice, got up, felt really good, felt really accomplished. Like, oh, I had a good lunch. It was really healthy. Sounds really small, Angie. But I made it a priority to not let that thought, that negative thought of like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, take over. And literally when I hear that now, I'm like, what do I need to do in this moment to shift this now to get to on my commitment so that I can be the significant person in the world and be the healthy person? Because at the end of the day, the reason why that is significant is so important because it just makes such an impact on everybody else when you show up being your best. So that happened yesterday. Then I called a friend. I said, oh, I'm so glad. I'm, I'm, I went to Whole Foods. I got some veggies. I got a juice. I did not put it off till tomorrow. And it sounds really small, but it's not. It's a big thing to your brain when you do that because it keeps you in that positive thinking, that positive programming, that positive mindset. And then it just inspired somebody else to do the same thing. So 
I think that these small shifts that we can do, these small actions, small behaviors, um, can really shift us, can really make a difference and, and make us feel better because that's what we're all about, feeling more positive, feeling better so that we can make a difference in the world. Yeah, what a difference a day makes, right? That's right. <laughs> that's the old saying that I I heard growing up. And financial people tell us that, you know, if you start saving a day earlier, if you start saving a month earlier, if you start saving a year earlier, just the, the anything that you can do now versus putting it off until tomorrow, um, you you get that cumulative effect. So yeah, this is really great. I want to be significant, not just successful. Love it. Well, thank you, Angie, for getting me up at 5 a.m. And thank you to all of you <laughs> for listening in. We appreciate you. Um, have a, have a, we always say have a wonderful Wednesday. It's not hump day, it's wonderful Wednesday. We've recoined Wednesdays to wonderful Wednesday. We get to go out and make a difference in the world. Be positive, show up positively, you know, catch those thought patterns, shift things, shake things up. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and go meet somebody today. Go meet somebody today. <laughs> all right. I'm collecting good mornings and good afternoons all day. <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, with that, we'll wrap up. the. If you love this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button, leave us a review, and head over to incurablepositivity.com where you can get access to lots more resources the community and myself and Angie where we go live with book club and talk about everything positivity we love you we appreciate all of you and until next time stay positive positive.